Welcome to the Maple Grove Scripture Reading Podcast, Episode 12, Ruth in 1 Samuel 1-20. through Hey everybody, welcome back to the Scripture Reading Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Spencer, and today we're going to be getting into Ruth and the part of of 1 Samuel. Now last week, as we finished the book of Judges, we read this line, the last line of the book, where it said, In those days Israel had no king, and everyone did as he saw fit. We saw the Israelites in their downward spiral away from the Lord in the book of Judges because of this. And so today we're going to pick up with the narrative with a prophet named Samuel in 1 Samuel. But first, we read a little four-chapter book called Ruth, and I want to go through that real quick. Uh, the story of Ruth it takes place during the time of the judges in Israel, and it's an interesting little book where we get to see God's plans happening in the lives of these people, and yet the book hardly mentions the Lord. What we see, though, is, is this loyalty given to an Israelite woman, Naomi, by her daughter-in-law after Naomi's husband and two sons died. See, Ruth went to live with Naomi in Israel and took the Lord as her God, even though she was not an Israelite by birth. She meets this guy named Boaz, who's who's a noble guy and is um, what they call a kinsman redeemer. It's somebody who is to marry a widow um, should the husband die in order to carry on that the line. And eventually he marries Ruth and they have a child named Obed. But probably the most interesting thing about this book is the genealogy at the end. Because Ruth is great-grandmother of King David. And if we look ahead to the genealogies presented in Matthew and Luke's Gospels, you're going to see that Jesus comes from this same line. In fact, Ruth is mentioned specifically in Matthew's genealogy. Okay, so then we move to 1 Samuel. 1 Samuel, as well as 2 Samuel, seems to be a bit of like a character study of three people. First is Samuel, and then Saul, and finally David. So today, uh, I want to talk a little bit about Samuel and Saul, and then next week we're going to focus on kind of like the end of Saul's reign and the beginning of David's. But first, let's start with Samuel. Samuel's a prophet of the Lord who served under Eli. His mother, Hannah, she wasn't able to have kids, and she made an oath to the Lord to dedicate her firstborn to him so that he would serve the Lord. Now, we've seen this before. You've seen this in, like, Sarah and Rebecca. I mean, many different times in the Old Testament, we've seen this story of, of a woman who is not able to have kids, and uh, but then the Lord hears them and opens up their, their womb so that they are able to have kids. And Hannah, her promise to the Lord here is is that her son, she would just give him to the Lord to serve serve him. And when God allowed her to have a child, she did follow through with that promise, which I think is really pretty neat. Because so many times, you know, we've seen people in Scripture kind of go their own way. And I think it's really cool. We have an example of somebody who is totally trusting and loyal to the Lord in, in that she would give up the child that she had waited for for such a long time. Now, Samuel served under Eli as he was growing up, and I just wanted to point out one small verse here, verse 19 of chapter 3. 
And it says this, the Lord was with Samuel as he grew up and he let none of his words fall to the ground. So what we have here is it's a full devotion to God also by Samuel. I love how it says that he didn't let any of God's words fall to the ground. It's like he treasured them, um, you know, like he held them in a place of honor. And, and we see what that meant for him and, and what that meant for the people of Israel in verse 21, where it says that the Lord continued to appear at Shiloh, and, and there he revealed himself to Samuel through his word. Now, in chapter 8, the Israelites came to Samuel and asked him to appoint a king to lead them, just like the other nations around them. He went to the Lord, and, and here was God's reply in verse 7. And we're going from verse 7 through verse 9 of chapter 8. And the Lord told them, Listen to all the people are saying to you. It's not you that they've rejected, but they've rejected me as their king. They have done as they have done from the day I brought them up out of Egypt until this day, forsaking me and serving other gods, so they are doing to you. Now listen to them, but warn them solemnly, and, and let them know what the king who will reign over them will do. And, and so Samuel gives them this warning. He, he tells them all kinds of things that, the, that this new king that they want would do. But even after the warning, Israel still wanted a king, and the Lord allowed this to happen. So Samuel anointed Saul as king of Israel. And and Saul is interesting because there are times where he does the right things. Like in chapter 11, verse 6, where it says, The Spirit of God came upon him in power, and he burned with anger. And, and he rescues the city of Jabesh from the Ammonites. But there are other times where Saul did not do what the Lord commanded. Like in chapter 13, where he didn't wait on Samuel, but instead offered a burnt offering without the prophet. Or in chapter 15, when the Lord said to completely destroy the Amalekites, and, and Saul spared their king and the best of the sheep, cattle, fat calves, and lambs. It was here where the Lord rejected Saul as king of Israel. Chapter 16, verse 7 says this, But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not consider his appearance or his height, for I have rejected him. The Lord does not look at the things man looks at. Man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. It didn't matter what he looked like. Uh, although, you know, you see that, you read that, when Saul is mentioned, he's, he's talked about being being a head taller than everybody else. He's a good-looking guy. I mean, he looks like a leader, but it's not the looks that are important. It's it's the action. It's the devotion to the Lord, which he clearly did not have. And so the Spirit of the Lord left Saul, and a new king was to be anointed, a young man named David. And this is where we'll end with the narrative this week, and we'll pick up with David next week. But before we go... Um, I wanted to jump back to chapter 12, where Samuel is giving a farewell speech and, and recaps the history of the Israelites from when they were led out of Egypt to the present day. And after this recap, Samuel calls on the Lord to send thunder and rain, which he did, and, and the people realized what they had done by rejecting God and asking for a king. They they pled with Samuel to pray to God so that they would not die. And here's his response in verse 20 through 24. Do not be afraid, Samuel replied. You have done all this evil, yet do not turn away from the Lord, but serve the Lord with all your heart. Do not turn away after useless idols. They can do you no good, nor can they rescue you because they are useless. For the sake of his great name, the Lord will not reject his people. 
because the Lord was pleased to make you his own. As for me, far be it from me that I should sin against the Lord by failing to pray for you. And I will teach you the way that is good and right. But be sure to fear the Lord and serve him faithfully with all your heart. Consider what great things he has done for you. I think that's a pretty powerful instruction for the Israelites. But I also think that that is a, a great reminder and, and that we can apply this in our lives today. It's, it's all so, it's just right here. Serve the Lord with all your heart. Don't turn to useless idols. The Lord will not reject his people. You have people standing in the gap for you, just like Samuel was. You know, you have your pastors, your elders, they're all praying for you. Fear the Lord, serve him faithfully. And remember to consider what he's done for you. In your life, consider what God has done for you. Because I think that's a pretty powerful way to remember and to be able to follow these things. Now, next week, we will conclude for Samuel. We're going to start into 2 Samuel. I think get about halfway. Don't forget to continue the conversation from today's episode on the episode 12 page at our website, maplegrove.church slash scripture. That's it for this week, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Maple Grove Christian Church Scripture Reading Podcast. You can find out more information about our church at our website at www.maplegrove.church. You can also follow us on social media at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MGCCBtown. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes and the Google Play Store. Thanks again for listening. 